Traditional definitions of business, entrepreneurship, and success have historically been reserved for cishet white men. And home-based businesses are often run by the rest of us. Whether you're focused on finances, freedom, friendship, or fun within your business, you get to make the rules and define your own success. And that is feminist as fuck. Welcome to F-Words. Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm your life and business coach now. This week on the podcast, we are talking with Megan Komar about Reclamation Weekend. She and I go into what it was like for her to experience the event as an attendee and work the event as my assistant. Megan is my VA, and I have her on site for my group retreats to assist with logistics. But it's also important to me that those who are at my events get to participate in the experience of the events and become part of the communities I build. The people I hire are just that. People. And they deserve to be part of the space that's created by those communities within those events. Not everyone runs their business in this way, and I'm certainly not going to claim that my way is the right way while keeping the people hired to run an event in the background is necessarily wrong. It's simply my way, and it's part of how I see inclusivity as a cornerstone of my company. Over the course of the next few weeks, you'll hear from other attendees and get to learn about their experience of the weekend and see what that inclusivity looks like from the client perspective. Part of why I'm sharing these conversations is to offer insight into the benefits of recognizing and including the staff you hire into your programs in a more overt way than just handling the administrative and behind the scenes tasks. Because a team of support just hits different when you know who they are. And business success looks different when the business you're admiring and trying to emulate is transparent about it not being a one-person show. Oh my gosh, hello. I am so excited about this today. Um, And again, I recognize that I say that with every fucking conversation that I have with somebody. Whatever. I like talking to people. Um, Especially when it's people who have attended things that I've put together and we get to talk about like, oh my gosh, wasn't that so fun? Um, so today we are talking to Megan Komar, who you have heard from before about various aspects of my business, because Megan is my assistant and she has gone through every program that I've offered because I think that's important. And if she is interested in it, I want that to be available to her. Um, and what we are talking about today is reclamation weekend that happened here in Kansas city. And we'll be doing more of these retreats. Um, but yeah, so hi, Megan. Welcome. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Also, it is absolutely valid and acceptable and encouraged to be excited about the same kind of thing over and over again and state that excitement (laughs) over and over again. (laughs) Nothing wrong with it. No judgment. (laughs) You're enjoying life. And that's a good thing. Because it's hard sometimes. It is hard sometimes. It is hard sometimes. And that's kind of that's part of the foundation of where Reclamation Weekend came from is that like so much of life is hard because we 
give away the authority that we have in our lives. And when we do that, we put ourselves in a place of disempowerment. We put ourselves in a place of victimization. We put ourselves in a place of oppression beyond what is already happening. So like, you know, if you feel victimized within a system of oppression, you then start doing the oppressor's work for them instead of standing up against it or even just like being neutral about it and and figuring out a way to own your own authority within your life. So <clears throat> anyway, um, it becomes like a I don't know, like a dual system of oppression, one that's external and one is, that is internal and sort of self-inflicted. Yeah. And that's where that's where a lot of Reclamation Weekend came from, was like the idea of reclaiming your agency in life so that it's not quite as hard <laughs> honoring the fact that systems of oppression do exist, honoring the fact that when we are socialized as women within a patriarchy, we're kind of fucked to a certain level honoring the fact that when we are living in marginalized identities, multiple marginalized identities, intersectional marginalized identities, that we are kind of fucked from a variety of angles. And also where we are doing the oppressor's work for them with internalized oppression, then just further diminishes what we have available to us. And we don't have to do that. That part is optional. Mm -hmm. Um, so reclaiming our agency, reclaiming our authority anywhere, anywhere is kind of what this weekend was about. And um, it was a lot of fun and it was kind of all over the map with like what people reclaimed. And that was, that was fascinating. It was fascinating um, for me and just to see everything that came together and the, the threads of commonality, even though there were a lot of disparate things that people were reclaiming. Um, so anyway. What did you think about this experience? I thought it was amazing. Um, and actually, I was, I mean, I knew it was going to be amazing because everything, I mean, not to give you a big head or anything, but everything that you've done that I've participated in, I've really gotten a lot out of and it's been an incredible experience. So I always look forward to doing stuff with you because you're very intentional about how you set it up and how you like the foundation of it and what's going to happen when and who's involved. And I think that's really important because not all, not always are things so well thought out and <laughs> um, that affects the the outcome. Like that affects the experience of Absolutely. the event. And so, yeah, so I knew, I knew it was going to be good and I was really excited to see what the other women were reclaiming and just, get to know them better because like, some like some I've known for years some not so much some were like super brand new to me which yeah. was fun but the thing <laughs> so my I was also pleasantly surprised by the weekend because I as your assistant was working like that my whole thing coming into it was I'm here to help. I'm here to assist. I'm here to work. And I wasn't actually planning on participating to, as much. Like I totally had every thought of being like a person and like the sponge in the background absorbing all of the brilliance that was happening. 
and just being like, ooh, that's that's some good information. I'm going to tuck that away in my pocket. But you, again, you very intentionally set it up so that I could participate. And I thought that was amazing because it just made it that much more impactful. So I'm very grateful to you for that. Well, it was intentionally a really intimate gathering of people and there were so many reasons why why I made that choice um but because of that and because this wasn't part of a program that had been put together previously and this was like you know the culmination or whatever of said program like what the magic and mutiny retreats are for selling you because it was Mm -hmm. a standalone event It just seemed like it would be more fruitful for the attendees if we were all collectively in circle together, holding space together, as opposed to having like creepy lurkers in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. And then like, that's, I mean, I didn't want to be creepy lurker in the corner, but I also... So like I tried to be involved in the in the Voxer chats beforehand yeah. to kind of, you know, introduce myself and, uh, and like be involved. That way it wouldn't be like a big, hey, creepy person in the corner. <laughs> sure, sure. But I, but yeah, still, um, I still wasn't expecting to be in in circle with everybody, but I thought it was a really nice, really nice change. I really appreciate it. Yeah, good. And I think too, like having having both you and Laura um, within the context of what we were doing, as opposed to being on the outskirts of what we were doing. And to clarify for everybody listening, Laura is the person who does our food and comfort essentially. So like she makes all of our reservations when we are having food at a restaurant and when we are having a meal in the space where we are together. Um, it was at a house for this event. She prepares all of those meals on site and makes sure that snacks are available and drinks are available and also regulates the temperature of the environment. And if somebody is chilly, gets them a blanket. And like, so like, it's not just food, it's, it's all aspects of comfort, but that's Laura's in charge of that. That's her whole business. So when I mentioned Laura, that's who we're talking about. And Megan as my assistant and Laura as the comfort goddess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The two of you were there to ensure that all of the attendees needs were met and everything that they required in order to fully immerse themselves in their reclamation experience was available to them. And in order for that to be facilitated, I really felt like it was kind of necessary to have the two of you involved. Otherwise, yeah, that like creepy lurker situation is just like what keeps coming to mind of like, (laughs) they are then entertainment and like they're on display at a zoo, you know, or something like that. And that's just like, not, not the vibe. (laughs) Definitely not the vibe. Not the vibe. And because... I value collective experiences so highly personally, and I have seen the benefits of them professionally. I prefer that integration. 
I also have learned where that integration may need to be sort of separated a little bit and like changed depending on the circumstances of the the environment and the situation and the event. But for this one, it just seemed more appropriate to have the two of you there in order to facilitate a more a more collective experience, mm-hmm. a more thorough experience. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's my background philosophy. But in terms of in terms of what you experienced while you were there and what you witnessed while you were there, what was something that what was something that was surprising to you or something that you noticed that you didn't necessarily expect? Um, I think, I don't know why I'm always surprised by this, but I am. The one thing that really stood out for me was just how much of myself I could see in the other women. Because mm-hmm. um, every single time somebody was talking about something, like their their individual experience or their individual reclamation, I was right there with them. Mm-hmm. And so every single time somebody was speaking, I took something away from it, you know, because it, uh, there was absolutely a way that it was applicable to me, and and I'm, I don't and I don't know why I'm always surprised by that, but I am, and it's, but I love that because that just goes to show that we're all very much human and so even though you know we have different backgrounds we have different stories we have different perspectives but there's still a shared element what you're describing though this is why I mean one-to-one coaching is super valuable and I have a full client load of one-to-one clients and a very stable and sustainable client load of one-to-one clients which is why I don't really market that right because Mm -hmm. like my one-to-one client load is is full but my heart really lives with group and collective experiences like group coaching programs and, and immersive, like this retreat, like some of the other in-person events that, that are coming up here in the next few months. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that collectivity is so valuable to show us the common threads of humanity, because so often when we are inside of our own shit, we think, Oh, it's just me. It's just me. And because it's just me, that means I'm fucked up and there's something wrong with me. And yes. that, that's just not the case. Yes. And it's so easy to get caught up in that and to and to just spiral in that. And so when you have the opportunity to see that it isn't the case. Yeah. It's really refreshing. And it it's actually, it kind of lightens the load a little bit. You know, it Absolutely. shares the weight of whatever it is that's dragging you down you know and it's it's really actually quite comforting and a little bit magical yeah absolutely one of the pieces of feedback that we received from one of the attendees said how much this highlighted for her that healing is really done in community Mm -hmm. and as a society we don't focus on that enough we sure do not and I think white supremacy has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Like the individualistic nature of white supremacy is 
to extract solo experiences. And that's just not, that's just not how healing works. Mm -mm. That's just not how healing works. So if, if you are in community and you can witness other people's healing experiences and other people's reclamations and witness yourself in them, Mm -hmm. it can be a really therapeutic experience for sure. Mm -hmm. So what was, what was your favorite part about the weekend? Would you say? Oh, that's a tough question. There was a lot like, cause I really, I really, I really enjoyed the group. The, there it's, a, it was really composed of amazing women. Yeah. And, and it was, it was just, a, it was really good to be in that group and just get to know everybody and just share that space and share that experience. So I think that's probably like on the whole, like I'd say that that's my favorite. Also, I really enjoyed the museum. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah. And the way, the way we approached going to the museum, like having that private tour at the beginning and having that opportunity to discuss again, just with each other. And like that just added to the whole thing of really creating this community mm-hmm. um, I think yeah I definitely the community that came about mm-hmm. yeah I love that everyone's kind of remained a little bit engaged in the boxer group afterwards too I I didn't know I I, I mean boxer was just like uh let's add this in kind of afterthought situation that I considered after like people had signed up and we sold out and all of that and it's really turned into something quite beautiful that, you know, I didn't expect. So I think that's really fun. But yes, the museum, ugh, I, so I was, I was scrolling Instagram today and one of the astrology accounts that I follow makes like astrology memes. And they had these Venn diagrams of the different sun signs, essentially. And one of the diagrams placed Libra in a circle, not overlapping with anything else, just in like in this circle on its own. That was like, I like to share my favorite things with you. And I was like, you know, that's real fucking true. And when I share my favorite things with you, it's going to be for your benefit and you're going to experience a massive benefit from it. And thinking about the museum just kind of reminds me of that meme because like, Yes, I am a Libra sun and I've got much of my chart in Libra, but the Nelson Atkins Art Museum in Kansas City is absolutely a very sacred place for me. I mean, having the background that I do in art history, I have not only studied many of the pieces there and written and like developed intimate relationships with some of the pieces there, but I've also taught there and worked with some of the curators there and done a ton of like volunteering there in various capacities and like I used to have an office over there like there there are so many elements of my life that that museum has touched and I first fell in love with the place long before I was in grad school and I was like this place is magical Mm -hmm. and because I was able to share that with 
the attendees like of of this because because I do have such an intimate relationship with the museum when I shared that with the attendees I think I was able to come at it from a way that wasn't just like here's some fun stuff it's gonna be pretty like it was able to offer some depth you know and being able to connect with a docent like we did so so perfect so, so good. Oh my gosh. Also, her name is Kathy. If you ever do a private museum tour at the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art in Kansas City, please have Kathy do it. She's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's like, I think that's part of it too. Cause again, you know, we could, we could have done that thing and you could have come at it with the intentionality that you did in terms of having it have more depth and, you know, the, not just, Here's something that we're going to do. But the time that you took to correspond with Kathy well before we even got there to make sure that we, that everything was lined up to fit into, to speak to what the purpose of the weekend was. uh, I think that extra effort really shone through in terms of creating that depth and, enhancing the experience for everyone well and in considering what that looks like from a business standpoint like there are many many things that I do in my business that I don't really think about because I've been doing this kind of shit for so fucking long that it's just like kind of second nature yeah and so when when I go to talk about like the intentionality behind something and the reasons behind something I think it's really useful to kind of broadcast, right? Like, which is what we're doing here. Like, here's what went into this decision. Because sometimes, oftentimes, things that happen by somebody with experience, they're looked at by somebody who doesn't have that experience. And then the person without experience is like, well, I can't ever fucking do that. I don't, I don't even know how to do that. And it has everything to do with the intentionality with which you approach whatever it is that you're doing. So like the idea that I incorporated an art museum visit into a retreat designed to help women reclaim pieces of themselves that have been fucking stolen by the patriarchy. Well, that's not something that everybody would want to do. And if you're (laughs) putting a retreat together and you're not into art history like I am, it would not make sense for you to do that. Mm -hmm. So like making sure that the things that you're incorporating into your business really resonate with the truth of you is so vital and so crucial. And what that means is that your business will never look like somebody else's. Yes, exactly. And when you try to replicate somebody else's business, it's not going to be aligned with your truth. And it's not going to come across in a way that is authentic and that lands with people. Whereas this museum visit was really fucking powerful for everyone, including the person who had no experience with art and had never had an interest in attending an art museum before. <laughs> exactly. I Yeah, I was so surprised when she said, she's like, yeah, I've never been to an art museum. Because I just like, I just thought I, you, you go to at least one somewhere you know like especially like if you do any sort of travel like what do, what do I do in this city oh 
okay, this art museum is pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you go to London, go to the art museums. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was really, I was, I was really curious to see how it would turn out for someone like we're going to spend the day at the museum and oh, you have no interest in art museums. Okay. So that was, so I was curious to see how that played out, but wow. That, I mean, that, that just goes to show again, the power of the intentionality. Yeah. And like, there could have been anything that was a stand in for the art museum, as long as it had, the intentionality behind it and everything was put together in a way that made that experience facilitate the intentionality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So anyway, tell me about because you did participate in the rituals that we did and the writing prompts and the meditations and the coaching sessions and stuff because you did participate in them. What has your experience been like with your own reclamation since you have been home? How have you been able to incorporate that? Cause that's, that's one thing that like immersive experiences are heightened and amazing. And then you get home and it's like, well, now it's back to shit I was doing before. Forgot everything that happened while I was there. <laughs> so- yes. And that happens to me every single time I do something. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it's, it's been, it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge to hold on to that experience and the kind of the learn, like the learnings. That's not a word. The, yeah, we're just going to go with learnings then. (laughs) It's because straight away when I got back, it was right back into all of the usual things that I do. Uh, but I have been able to remember the effect that ritualizing things has and how it makes it more impactful and more beneficial and easier to maintain because of the ritualized aspect. So I've I've started to do that with like a morning routine. So I take the the grounding that we did and I do that and I do a little bit of meditation and a little bit of movement and it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I've, I've really noticed like it is literal night and day, the days that I do that versus the days that I don't. And so, and I think, so I think the energy from the weekend has kind of helped or into that. And so it's made my awareness of the difference that it makes more tangible. I love that. Because it's that tangibility aspect that allows you to incorporate it into your actual day-to-day life as opposed to, oh, it was the magic of the weekend. It was the energy of all of us being together. And therefore, I leave it in Kansas City. Exactly. And that's, that's the thing that that's why like the whole day on Sunday was focused on, okay, how do we incorporate this into your lived experience at home? Because that's the thing that I find often gets left out 
mm-hmm. of any kind of immersive experience, whether it's a conference or a retreat or a you take yourself out into the woods for three days. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, the intentionality of how to incorporate it. And it, fuck, it's the how that's always left out of basically everything anyway. So, um, <laughs> so yes. people are left with like, ooh, that was great insight but have no idea how to incorporate it into their lived experience. Mm -hmm. So making sure that we incorporated the how into the weekend itself in order to create some sort of foundation for sustainability. I just like, that's for sure. That's for sure. Always going to be a part. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, I think that's key too, because it's so easy. It's so easy to just be like, oh, well, it's done. Moving on, moving on to the next thing that's on fire. And yeah, it's, it's like you said, it's always overlooked. It's always left out. And it's such a key feature to maintaining what it is that we're trying to accomplish and achieve in the first place, you know? Yeah. And, and why I'm, go to a retreat if you're not going to be able to incorporate at least some of that into what you've got going on moving absolutely. forward? Absolutely. And, and in my experience, both having attended a fuckload of events that are designed for personal development and, you know, empowerment and growth and all of that, And also having been part of creating them and then also creating them myself. What I have noticed most is that like people leave their daily lives and they leave all of their stressors behind. It takes a little bit of, of immersion time, which is why we did just dinner and you know the initial ritual on the first night Mm -hmm. instead of really getting into a lot of you know connected stuff in order to allow that sort of decompression and standing in a new space Mm -hmm. right both physically and like emotionally mentally energetically whatever that means to you and so it takes a little bit of time to sort of acclimate to what you're doing outside of your normal daily life And then once you're there and you are completely immersed in the created experience of that collective, you're kind of on like a high. And often keeping people at that high feels really great until they get home and they fucking crash. And then they use that crash as weaponry within their arsenal of shit that they beat themselves up with and like oh i couldn't maintain that high on my own which first of all you're never going to be able to because that's a a created experience in a collective situation where you are immersed in something that's not your daily life so that's not a realistic expectation but i couldn't maintain that high then becomes part of that weaponry and it sort of makes the crash worse because first of all the crash happens anyway because there's not any sort of integration situation that happens in the event and Mm -hmm. then you weaponize that against yourself so it just like makes the crash even lower and that's the like in addition to 
the idea that the how is missing, it's like, because the how is missing, that leads to a terrible experience afterwards. And sometimes people use that as like a sales strategy. You're going to crash and you're going to realize that you can't do it on your own and credit me with the ability to getting you there again. So then you're just going to keep coming back to me. And that's fucking gross. Yeah. I'm all for returning to to events because you get something out of them and they're enjoyable for you, but not as the only means to achieve what it is that you're trying to do <laughs> right because like the not idea... as the only source for this quote-unquote help and support right that becomes a dependency and yeah. like I do not want my clients to be dependent on me I want my clients to be sustainable on their own and I would love to facilitate helping you create that sustainability And when you come back to me, I want it to be because you are at a more sustainable place than you were the last time. And you want to up the ante again, not because you think you're dependent upon me. And then you're creating a roller coaster for yourself, partially because of how I'm leading things, which like, I, I do not want that ever. Yeah. And that's often what some of the, some of the immersive experiences that I have been in have kind of been like, is we're going to, we're going to leave you at this high. And then when the crash happens, you're going to remember that we were the reason for the high. So you're going to come back. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't love that. <laughs> so we just do things a little differently around here. So uh, let me think, what else, what else do I want to ask you? Who do you think, who do you think would be kind of a good fit for this this type of event that we have put on and will do again in the future besides everyone uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's a good fit for everyone <laughs> I, I know that's that's an over statement um but i think i mean well this this particular one i think any woman who's just struggling a little bit with and up by a little bit, I mean, constantly and always. <laughs> <laughs> but because the because that's how we've been conditioned, then it's just a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think, I think this would be very beneficial for any woman who who knows something needs to change and maybe doesn't know exactly what, because I think that's part of the brilliance of the weekend and i know this is gonna apply to the further like the the deep dive that you've got coming up towards the end of the year is it doesn't matter what you sort of ideas or assumptions you come in with something will come to light that you probably weren't expecting at all Mm -hmm. Um, but it's most definitely what's needed Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm so yeah, any woman who who knows something's got to change, and whether or not you have a specific in mind, this will this will help with that, I'd say. And if you do have a specific in mind, it's probably not that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
exactly yep any woman who wants a little bit who wants a change yeah and that I can think of so many moments where that came out where it was like I wasn't exactly sure what I was doing here I just knew that I needed to be here and now I fucking know why or I thought I was here for this thing and (laughs) it turns out it's this other thing that I've been avoiding and resisting for so long ah you know, or whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can think of so many moments where that came out. Um, which is always the case in in my experience, and this is this is what I I have long advised when um someone asks like, what is your, what is your best piece of advice for attending whatever fucking event, whether it's a retreat or a conference or or whatever? It's that like you might know what you came to get and you might get that thing that you know you're here to get but what you're really here to get you don't have any idea mm-hmm. just let it come <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep just let it come because there's something here for you that you cannot yet see yeah and when you see it it's gonna be so blatant and obvious and you're going to be like, well, fuck me. That's actually why I'm here. Cool. Got it. Okay. Or you might be really resistant to it, but you're going to know. Nonetheless, you're going to know. <laughs> and it's not going to be the thing that you thought it was. Or, I mean, it might be related to the thing you thought it was, but like what you cognitively know you were there to get is not necessarily what you're really there for. Yeah. So yeah yeah i love it i love it retreats and collective experiences just in general but especially immersive experiences are truly one of my favorite things to do Mm -hmm. and i am so grateful that it's something we're able to incorporate into this company um because it's so fucking valuable it is so valuable and it's not for everybody not everybody's into it which is fine but like so fucking valuable Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think, I mean, the last question I have is just like, is there anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to share? Any other thoughts that have come up since we've been talking that I haven't asked about? I think it's, it's funny since, since this weekend and, and maybe it's been, before then as well but it's just I'm just more aware of it now but I'm really more aware of the little hints that I keep getting about life and and stuff in terms of like like I like I was saying about the my little morning ritual that I do and how I notice (laughs) when I don't so I think it's just making sure to listen and pay attention mm. to what's what's going on cuz like it's like you like you were just saying in terms of what you know you might have an idea of what you're coming in, coming to the weekend for but it's not that but you know you know on some level you already know mm-hmm. why you're going and there's there's elements of that that are just that keep popping up and so if you take the take some time to listen and 
pay attention. I think that's a big thing that we tend to not do so much because we, or at least, well, I say we, me for sure. I just get so caught up in daily life and what I got to do for, you know, whatever. I got to remember to do this and I got to do this for this other person. And I got to go here and do this thing and be this person for this other, you know, all of the things that myself as a woman and a people pleaser does, you know, it's easy to lose track of me. And, uh, but those, that doesn't mean I'm, I'm gone. It doesn't mean I'm lost. Yeah. It just means I'm not necessarily aware of it, but if I can't, if I take a second to listen, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. One of the mentors that I have, which I have so many, which I think is so important, just like little side note about business. Like if you do not have business mentorship and if you do not have mentorship in various aspects of your life, you are not serving yourself, your business or your clientele to the highest capacity that you could. But one of my mentors kind of lives in the world of spirituality, we'll say. And she talks about how in in line with what you were just describing, like life gives us little whispers. And if we listen to them, things can be somewhat smooth. Mm -hmm. Of course, we're always going to have shit that comes up, but like things can be somewhat smooth. If we don't listen to the little whispers, it'll start speaking at a normal volume. And if we don't listen to that, it'll start yelling and shouting. And eventually it's just going to start throwing things and like burning shit down to get our fucking attention. And like, I have noticed in my own experience that um, I tend to not so much now because I am far more aware of it and I have tools to manage it, but my tendency is toward overwork Mm -hmm. and like workaholic tendencies. And if I, well, the times that I have let that go and like ignored the little whispers and ignored the speaking at normal volume and ignored the yelling, um, the throwing shit and burning shit down has led me to like be sick in bed for weeks at a time, you know, where it's like, okay, well, if you're not going to pay attention and actually take time off and take lunch breaks and rest when you need to, and like go pee when you need to. And stuff, like, we're going to fucking make you crash. Mm-hmm. There's just like, no other way around it. And that that's just like my own personal experience, but I have seen it happen so many times in so many different areas of life when people don't pay attention to the little whispers. And when you are in an immersive experience that makes the little whispers become a bit more evident Mm -hmm. and makes you notice that you have been ignoring the little whispers, the awareness of that can help you hear the whispers. Absolutely. That's exactly, thank you for putting it so succinctly and clearly, because that's exactly what I was trying to say. (laughs) Was that succinct and clear? I don't know. That is yet to be determined, but. (laughs) Uh, I I think it, I think it was. And I think that's exactly what I was trying to say. The, the experience of the weekend magnified the whispers and brought them to my consciousness so that I'm more easily 
able to see, to hear and be aware of them now that I'm back in all of the daily stuff. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. Amazing. So that. I love it. So the next retreat that we have scheduled is focused on body stuff. And I have not announced this. So this is like the first public foray of it. Um, but it'll be in February of 2024. And when I say focused on body stuff, what I mean is a very broad spectrum of that, whether it's health, whether it's body image, whether it's weight, or whether it is sexuality or something else related to body, it's all going to be encompassed into this Reclamation Weekend. We're calling it Reclamation Weekend Body Edition. And in addition to rituals, we're going to be incorporating things that work with and utilize your body in very particular ways. There will be spa services involved. And if you're not into being touched, not everyone is. You don't have to get a massage. There will be other options. There will also be a boudoir shoot involved. And if you're not into that, that's okay. You can have a photo shoot of any other capacity and still have images of yourself to see your own body from a more outside perspective, which can be so fucking powerful. Mm. Um, so, and there might be some other things that we do just like TBD because today is May 26th and <laughs> February is not tomorrow. So, <laughs> correct. but you know, it's going to be intentional. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, there, there are a couple of, there are a couple of other things that I got like up my sleeve, but I'm just kind of waiting to officially incorporate them into the plan until we get a little bit closer so that I can look at scheduling for what's available for those things. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Anyway, I'm excited about that. I think it's going to be really I'm great. excited too. I think it's going to be real great. I'm excited for project reclamation uh -huh. this year. I'm excited for, I'm excited for this too, for the next retreat. I think I think it's going to be amazing. And I'm actually really excited for all of it. Yeah, me too. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Megan. I love you so much. And I appreciate you being here with me today. Thanks, Kelly. I love you too.